This episode of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp provides professional counseling securely done online so you can now receive counseling from the comfort of your home. You can message your licensed professional counselor at any time and you can start communicating with a counselor in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp is convenient, it's secure, it's affordable, and they have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, self-esteem, grief, anything you can really think of, there is a licensed professional counselor waiting on BetterHelp to connect with you. I want you to start living a happier life today, and as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash IYB, B as in best. That's www.betterhelp.com. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash I-Y-B, B as in best. Change your life today. Hey friends, welcome back to season three of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. And on this episode, I have to ask you, are you struggling with late night snacking? I'm asking you because I'm struggling with it late night snacking out of boredom binging whatever you want to call it it's something that has been an issue in my life for a while i go through different seasons where i get a grip on it lately you guys know how i have been struggling a little bit and this is definitely one of the major areas that i struggle in that definitely sets me back to accomplishing my health goals you know living a healthier lifestyle this is definitely one of those things binging snacking late at night out of boredom that brings me further and further away from my goals so i want to just casually explore this topic i have some takeaways that we can start applying to our everyday life so stick around So you guys know I'm pretty active on Instagram um, and TikTok, but I guess like with TikTok, mean comments come up all the time or like criticisms, I guess more so like criticisms of what I post, whether it's a what I eat in a day or sharing my weight loss journey with the pictures, um, you know there's a lot of positivity around it but there's also negative comments and I think that's kind of like the culture on TikTok on Instagram I really haven't had a lot of negative comments until recently when I started posting more and more of my reels and I've gained more of a following on Instagram recently which is very exciting but of course with social media there are definitely negatives but 
I don't know what it is about the negative comments. I think this is goes for anyone, whether it's comments on social media or if someone says something negative to you. You can hear like a thousand positives, but it's those negatives, like whether it's like one or two negative comments that always stick out to you and bother you. And of course, like I know I've kind of like put myself out there on social media as a choice, but I'm still human. I still struggle with these comments, even though it's part of the game. But last night, there was a woman that commented how me sharing my what I eat in a day um, videos, especially like my recent ones where, you know, I lost the 70 pounds. You guys know I've lost 70 pounds and recently I've just kind of gotten off track. Like I got in the best shape of my life after um, the new year last year. And then I kind of had that surgery and just got off track with summer. I mean, I'm human, you know, and and this is what I keep constantly preaching to you guys. Like, even though you feel like you might cross the finish line in sense of like reaching your goal weight or getting a grip on living a healthier lifestyle, the journey is never over. You know, we go through seasons of our lives, high moments, low moments, and I am one to put it all out there and tell you that I struggle like I have my good days bad days months and yeah even though I choose to live live a healthier lifestyle I still struggle okay I'm ranting but back to this comment she was saying how it's toxic because I'm yo-yo dieting I'm going I'm showing how I'm struggling and I'm just doing it to just show it and you know it's just toxic because it's like a diet culture of what I'm exemplifying. And that just really bugged me because it's like, hello, I'm human. I struggle. You know, there's times where my life is, I feel like I have control over my life based off of like my circumstances and my routine and my structure. And then, you know, there's curveballs that get thrown your way and that affects your overall life, you know? So I don't know. I don't know why I just shared that. It's been on my mind. It's been bugging me. Oh, okay. I know why I'm sharing it because I'm talking about how I struggle with eating out of boredom and binging at night. So I just want to put it out there that I'm not this perfect person. I don't know how many times I express that, even though I feel like you guys are listening to this podcast to get advice and get takeaways. But, you know, we're going through it together. Yes, I have definitely a lot of insight and in how I got control over my life to lose so many pounds. But, you know, there's different phases after that. The maintenance phase, you know, there's a lot. And I just never want to give the impression that one, I don't struggle. And two, that there, there's always going to be good, bad days. And just because, you know, you reach goals doesn't mean that your journey is over. It's always a conscious effort every single day to put in the work. And that goes for everything and anything, whether it's to be a better person, a better wife, um, partner, spouse, um, student, employee, boss, whatever it is, every single day you have to consciously work at it. I mean, it's even like marriage, like just because you have a good marriage, like you know, you have a good partner and you guys are somewhat happy, you, you still have to put in the work every single day to, to make it good, you know? So that's just with anything and everything. So that's my rant. That's where I'm kind of coming from with sharing how I am struggling with snacking out of boredom. So 
Let's talk about that. Late night snacking for me, I really think didn't become a thing until after I had Ford, my second child, because I buy all the great snacks for my kids. You know, I have young boys who eat me out of the house, so I'm constantly buying them the snacks that they want. And, you know, before that, I could just get away from snacking at night because I never bought the crap. But because I do have kids, it's kind of inevitable. Yes, I try to buy healthier versions of these snacks for my kids, but come on there's snacks in my house. There's the good stuff. And I'm also not the type of person to drink during the week to relax, you know? So for, for me, snacking's kind of like I'm very structured during the day as far as what I eat, especially, you know, during the school year, I have a great structure and routine. I'm very consistent with eating clean throughout the day. I plan my meals. And then it's like I put my kids to bed at 7.38, the house is quiet, and I just want to unwind, you know, whether it's I turn on the TV or, you know, I scroll my phone, but all of a sudden it's like, let's open the pantry and look at the snacks, and that's kind of where it goes, and I'm not snacking because I'm hungry. I'm definitely snacking out of boredom, and lately, especially over the summer, it's been my new routine like it is a joke with my husband he's like there was another raccoon in the pantry closet like it's becoming a thing where I am eating and binging these snacks every single night so I'm identifying my late night snacking out of boredom because I know that this behavior is bringing me further and further away from my goal of living that healthy lifestyle especially I've told you guys I've gained a little bit of weight. I'm not one to always, you know, jump on the scale, but I measure my progress by photos, um, how I'm feeling, how my clothes are fitting, and, you know, clothes aren't fitting. I've lost my muscle. My progress photos show that I am gaining weight. I have stepped on the scale. I have about, like, a couple, couple pounds to lose. It's all good. But um, I know that the late-night snacking is definitely contributing to that. And so I want to just give you some takeaways. Your late-night snacking, there might be reasons why you're doing it that differ from me. But I want to give you just some takeaways that I want to start applying and just be conscious of in order to start working towards eliminating this behavior in my life. And remember what I tell you guys, this is not about extremes. So I'm not telling myself that tomorrow I'm just going to stop binging it doesn't work that way you got to gradually decrease it I mean we might be able to stop binging for two days like go the extremes we'll say hey we're not going to binge when we might be successful for a couple days but I promise you that behavior is going to come back if you don't gradually increase it and start replacing it with new habits so I'm going to talk about those new habits that we can start applying in order to decrease this behavior and to stop this late night snacking real quick I wanted to pause this episode and bring you a message from our sponsors, BetterHelp. As you're listening to this episode, it is so apparent how much counseling has changed my life. And I am such an advocate for counseling that I think 
anyone needs to do it in order to live a better life. And BetterHelp is bringing you professional counseling done securely online. And what's great about that is now you don't have to go out and sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp has so many licensed professional counselors. So if you're not getting that therapeutic match that you need from your counselor, BetterHelp makes it easy to change counselors. If you're dealing with anxiety, stress, trauma, depression, anything, BetterHelp has a licensed professional counselor that is waiting for you. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash IYB, B as in best. That's www.betterhelp.com. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash I-Y-B, B as in best. The first thing that I want you to ask yourself and become aware of is identifying the cause and the triggers to what is contributing to your late night snacking or late night binging. So for me, as I mentioned, I know that my late night snacking has kind of become a routine for me to unwind and relax. You know, I definitely do it while I'm watching TV or mindlessly scrolling. It's after the kids go to bed and I kind of just indulge. And I think really the triggers for me too is kind of like I'm feeling stressed, you know, so I kind of want that quick instant gratification release. And I get that with the late night snacking. But of course, you know, after 10 minutes, I feel very just gross and, and regretful of that. But try to think when does this late night snacking happen for you? What's going on? What are the triggers? Did you have a bad day? Do you feel really stressed out? Are you looking for a release? Is it part of your routine because you just, every time you watch a show at night, you need to, you know, do the behavior of like eating something? Um, just try to identify that cause and those triggers. Is it maybe when someone, says something mad like you get in a fight with your spouse at night I'm guilty of this too like we'll argue about something and then I'm like going into the snack pantry for the Cheez-Its like are you stress eating too in that moment so become aware becoming aware is like the number one step what is contributing to your late night snacking or maybe honestly you're super hungry Um, you didn't eat enough that day and you're hungry you actually feel hungry so what is it that is contributing to this behavior. So the number two thing that kind of has to go back to the number one as far as identifying the cause of what's leading you to late night snacking out of boredom, what are your triggers? It's to become aware of what you're actually doing. So for me, I know that I'm kind of like an autopilot when I go and I late snack out of boredom. Like I put my kids to bed, I turn my TV on, you know, I turn down the AC, it's cold, and then I'm in the snack cabinet, I'm grabbing the Doritos and the Cheez-Its, you know, I'm kind of just like on autopilot and going through the motions rather than being in the actual present. So I encourage you 
if you find yourself late night snacking tonight or tomorrow, bring yourself to the present and ask yourself, what am I doing? Am I actually hungry right now? Am I thirsty? And I, and I think I need these snacks because I'm truly thirsty. Um, am I just bored? You know, bringing yourself to that present moment will actually bring your consciousness forward where you're aware of the behavior that you're engaging in. So that's tip number two, one and two kind of go hand in hand. Number three is to break the routine and replace the routine. So how you do that, like I said, this is not like an extreme thing where tomorrow you just say, okay, I'm going to start this whole new thing where I'm not late night snacking because what's going on is you've made late night snacking, or at least I know for me, I'm making late night snacking my nighttime routine. You know, it's definitely something that is a habit and it's part of my routine. So we want to start breaking that routine up and replacing that routine. So start a new routine, whether it's you put your kids down, maybe you don't have kids, maybe you do, and this is the time that you go to the snack pantry. Maybe stop yourself after you become aware of what's going on and go stretch for the bare minimum of 10 minutes. For me, my new routine is to make tea. And I like making the tea because it's actually something I have to prepare for. Like I have to get my kettle out. I have to get my tea bags. And then I sip the tea while I watch TV or scroll on my phone. And it's become like a new routine that I hope to replace with the late night snacking. Also, what I've been loving to do is I get crushed ice in a wine glass. I put sparkling water in it. I chop off lemons. And again, that's like preparing a routine to do something. I drink the water while I'm, you know, on my phone or on the computer at night when I would really be having Cheez-Its, you know, so it's ultimately finding a new routine, finding a new routine that replaces that late night snacking. Lastly, so I did just recently download my fitness pal to start tracking my calories. Now, I did this in the beginning of my entire weight loss journey. I tracked calories for a couple days because I needed to understand what my caloric intake was, how much protein I was getting, how much carbs, how much fat, all that. And I started doing that again just because I honestly have gotten so off track that I need to fully understand what my body is intaking and what I need to really focus on. And what I found is I am not getting enough protein. And obviously we hear all the time, protein is so important, especially if you are working out and you're trying to build muscles. And I do feel like maybe I am depriving myself a little throughout the day eating clean. And again, I am kind of on a caloric deficit the past couple days where I am hungrier at night. So you might be lacking something or you're not actually eating enough during the day where at nighttime, you know, your body is hungry and you've been deprived all day and then you do, you go and you binge. So I really want you to reflect on what you're eating, whether you do go track your calories for a couple days. I personally don't like tracking my calories every single day psychologically it like screws me up but just to get that understanding of what it is you might be lacking and also to plan out your meals so if you have a plan 
for your meals throughout the day, you'll know exactly what you're intaking, you know, you're eating enough, you're planning out actual meals. So come nighttime, you are full, you are content, you know, which might not lead to the whole binging. And again, I've said this before, when you prep, or at least when I prep my meals, that helps me stay on track. And just kind of like not even meal prepping in the sense where like I cook a bunch of meat on Sunday and veggies, more so prepping where I have a plan of what I'm eating. And I try to do that the night before. And this honestly helps me stay on track. So if you do find yourself starving at nighttime and that's leading you to the late night snacking and binging, go back and plan out your meals, track your caloric intake, see if you're getting enough protein, you know, maybe you're getting too much carbs, whatever it is, and kind of come up with a plan throughout the day that might help you binge less at nighttime. And also sleep is really important. Just going to throw that in there. All right, so there you have it. There are just some takeaways that you can honestly start applying to your everyday life to start diminishing that behavior of binging. Remember, it's not about these extreme things. Like, don't tell yourself, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to stop binging. It really doesn't work that way. You want to slowly decrease that behavior and replace it. So come up with a nighttime routine, whether it's yoga or stretching or making the tea and lemon water like me find something that will help you relax and replace that behavior and watch yourself slowly decrease that late night snacking also the diet bed challenge is still open you could go to www.dietbet.com alexandra i think the pot is around twelve thousand dollars i think there's over 400 people in the challenge which is so exciting because everyone's working together to lose that four percent of their starting body weight in four weeks people are sharing recipes their workouts i'm sharing more of what i eat during the day and some of my workouts and i don't know i just think it's really awesome when all these strangers are encouraging and holding everyone accountable and and we don't even know each other, which is awesome. If you're looking for online coaching, you can go to www.investyourbestwithallyk.com. And I highly encourage you, please go check out BetterHelp, www.betterhelp.com slash IYB to receive professional counseling today from the comfort of your home. Guys, I am all about it. It is life-changing. And of course, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Alexandra Will, and I will catch you next time.